man, you are one pathetic loser. <laughs> no offense. No, none taken. That is right, none taken. I am the Movie Moron. This is the Movie Moron podcast. I am your host, Easton Moore. Hello there. Hello there. And then <laughs> um, with us, as always, is our uh, all-time guest, Tristan. But to be married to two horrible old men today. No way. <laughs> um, and then uh, with uh, us to both of our right um, is somebody who's been on the podcast before um, for just one movie, Glass just Onion? One, just once before, okay. yeah. Um, Brandon. Oh. Be my guest. Be my guest. Right. Um, yeah. I'll take it. Um <laughs> But yeah, you've uh, you've been on before, so you've kind of said your some of your favorite movies um, before. So I'm gonna throw you a uh, curveball here, um, and just ask like, what's your favorite genre of of movie? Oh, uh, that man. way, they just hear something. Um, That's so hard. I, I don't know that. I was, okay, so I don't know that I have a particular favorite genre. I will say that I find myself coming back to horror more than okay. most other things. Okay. Yeah. Okay, yep. so I, I'll for the for the sake of brevity, I'll say horror. Or, okay, <laughs> and a follow up that may or may not be easier or harder depending on how much uh, you know. Favorite mm-hmm. director. Favorite director. That's just not fair. Um, <laughs> okay, so you could say a, f- a few if you can't. I'm down gonna, one, yeah, but I I can't. I'm gonna be honest. So I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna name a few. Uh, uh, Hitchcock I found in high school and had a really big impact on me. Um, Kurosawa. Huge, 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 huge um, impact on me. Um, Stanley Kramer, I would say, is a, another personal favorite. Um, Judgment at Nuremberg and Guess Who's Coming to Dinner are, are a couple of his that I'm a big fan of. And Here at the Wind is very good. Um, I'll cut myself off there. Okay. <laughs> well, that was three. That was three. So, um, okay. Well, there you go. There's a little information about Brandon, our yeah. guest. Um and uh, for this movie specifically, we are uh, going to be re- reviewing uh, Sisu. I hope I'm saying that correctly. Um, I don't remember the movie saying it, so... I don't remember it either. Yeah. That's the way I've been pronouncing it. Okay, so if I don't speak uh, either Norwegian or Russian... Finnish? Finnish? Maybe? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Whatever language it's originated, uh, originated from, uh-huh. this word, uh, if I'm not saying it right, I'm sorry to you. Um, but... Um, yeah, we're reviewing a, uh, who was the, we, yeah, scatterbrained, yeah. but we came in, <laughs> uh, very, uh, like right as the movie was starting. Trevor uh, said we didn't miss anything. I know. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Was this an A24 film? It was not. Okay. For some yeah. reason I had that in my mind, but I was like, this does not feel like one at all. It was not. Okay. No. Um, but yeah, it's just, uh, uh, a new, um, action movie. Um, I don't really know anybody in it. Um, but Did it's got a lot of uh, uh, hype over the last couple weeks, so we mm-hmm. decided to pick that for today because there wasn't a whole lot. There were some other sure. things out, but uh, we were all very interested in this. So um, we'll just start off with general thoughts, uh, so don't get into spoilers too much. But how did you like Sisu, Brandon? I did not like Sisu. Oh! I thought that this was, I, I won't, I, I won't, like you said, I won't get into spoilers. I thought it was clunky and awkward. And uh, I, yeah, I wanted, you know, my, my, so my first big, there was a moment where I realized that I didn't like it. And I was just very sad because I really liked, <laughs> I really liked another movie that this director did called Rare Exports, which is a wild Santa Claus movie that I won't spoil for anybody. Okay. It's very, very good. But I, w- I came in with such high hopes. I was like, oh, the guy who did Rare Exports did a Nazi killing movie. Like, how could you not love it? And there was a point about, I don't know, a quarter of the way through where I thought I should be having so much more fun than I am right now. And I'm pretty bummed. I feel like the no fun police. I'm the guy that didn't (laughs) like the, the big loud Nazi uh, killing action movie, but that's where I'm at. That's where you're at. That is where I'm at. We appreciate the honesty. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Tristan. <Am I> <laughs> <laughs> Are we going to have double the honesty? Yeah, I didn't really like it either. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, I'm more of a person, uh, take John Wick, for example. If you're going to give me action, I need to know a little bit about you. Like, Sure. I want to know, like, I want to know why he's like this. And they, I guess they explained it a little bit. I mean, but kind like, of. I want. Like, they touched on it. Yeah. They touched the cheese. You guys just yeah. don't appreciate the importance 
of stoicism. Okay. Oh, maybe. Is that it? <laughs> maybe. This is, movie, that, is that the philosophy for every character in this movie? Because if oh. so, they succeeded. Yes. No. This movie is very much, we want to create something that feels extremely stoic. Yeah. Sure. There are several scenes that are drawn out just for the stoic nature of, like, we're just going to, this is going to be sure. a thing. This is going to be a moment. Yeah. And yeah like, we're just going to have this and still that shot. sound, that song sound. Yeah. That yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it, well, it got really annoying. I love the sound, but <laughs> I actually, that, that is one of the few things about, yes. the, about the movie. I it just really happened so story. much for me. I, do I, think, I just couldn't handle yeah, it Yeah, I think the stoic shots got a little much. Yeah. The sound I loved, sure. but, and I even like stoic shots, but when you, I think this movie's an hour and 32 30. minutes. Yeah. So yeah. when you've got like, 12 stoic shots it does get a uh-huh. little little much especially when they're pretty deep into the movie too mm-hmm. like usually those kind of stuff kind of start just and then sort of like slow lingering mm-hmm. shots on him yeah and maybe you, maybe feeling something your guess is as good as mine <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um more general thoughts Tristan? um more general thoughts it, i liked how short it was um oof what you didn't like it <laughs> no 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 i just thought like what a scathing critique yes. <laughs> i yes. loved how short it was <laughs> i just get so excited when there's like hour and a half movies yes because and, and, and we're yes. saying this she even said that before yeah. we watched it yeah. she was like i'm so yeah. excited to, like that this movie's an hour and a half like I we're actually, gonna get in yeah we're gonna get out I, like I don't know how excited she was for it. I don't know really what she I didn't knew. Know any, I I'm pretty, pretty sure, sure we had know. seen a trailer in theaters, but I don't think uh-huh. she, you really connected the two. There was one before the fourth John Wick, so you yeah. might have seen mm. it then. Yeah. I I've, I saw multiple because gotcha. we're in the theater every every week, so sure. we usually see quite a yeah. few. Sure, sure. Yeah. I don't think this trailer was before Super Mario Brothers, but probably not. <laughs> not this one. Um. I'm sorry. I keep cutting off your general thoughts. Oh no, no, Easton. That is the too. point. No, I'm yeah. just kidding. <laughs> it's the fine, point though. is to cut off Tristan. Yeah, so that's the point of the movie, moron. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah. No. I don't. I get. I don't really have anything. Really. Anything. Else? Okay. Well, the the whole point of that was that you you were excited for it to be short before yeah. you realized yes. whether before, or not yeah, you liked it. True. Yeah. Yeah. And um, that's a plus in general, especially for this style of movie. When you get something like yeah. this that's a very heavy action-focused movie that kind of has some ridiculous tendencies to it, um, the longer you draw those out, the worse it, those tendencies feel. Sure. That's another... Um, nope, I'm not going okay. to say it. Um, and, I mean, not to go to a conversation we were talking about that's not... that you guys didn't hear, but we were talking about John Wick Chapter 4 yeah. before yes. uh, we started recording, and that was one... Uh, both of our issues, and I think mm-hmm. it's one of Tristan's as well, that it was just so long. Yeah. Mm. So that's one of those things where if it kind of keeps it under that hour and 45 for an action movie that has ridiculous qualities to it, mm-hmm. when you when you draw it out, it gets to be a drag. Yes. Uh, and action movies, um, now if you have something like Gladiator, Braveheart, Last Samurai, like those sure. aren't like action ep- movies. Yes. That are, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yes, they have a different. They have a different set of uh, objectives, I think, than something like a John Wick or a, a yes, Sisu. much more, much more character driven, much more historical driven. There's yep. a lot more moving parts and historical context to everything that adds to the mm-hmm. story. This doesn't try to add any of that. Sure. It's just one man versus the Nazis. So, um, <laughs> one man versus the Nazis. I mean, they should have hired me for some marketing because that that's true. Sure, sure. You would have got him with that line right there. Our theater needed it. There were, I think, 23 <laughs> yeah. people in our theater. I was so worried really? because we got our, there wow. late. Our Dolby Theater. I mean, so it was the, it was the big one. Oh, it was the big one. Yep. Okay, I yeah. was going to say, because there was maybe oh. <laughs> there was maybe 10 people in, okay. the, in my theater. Mm. But I may yeah. be exaggerating with 20. No, because there were people down below, too. Yeah. Um, but, but we were in Dolby, so there's 150 seats. Yeah. And yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was worried because yeah. I hate going in. If we're late, I hate going in late in Dolby because it gets so dark and I yeah. can't find my seat and I just get panicked and I don't like yeah. it. Sure. So and I was before like, people would always steal our seats. Yeah. Doesn't hasn't happened in a long time. We would have to be like, these are our seats because wow. we, we we show up twenty minutes late. So yeah, is yeah. that to miss the Mountain Dew ads? And <laughs> <the> <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. We try our best to miss the Nicole Kidman uh, commercials, yeah. um, but it never happens. We always show up right before yeah. it starts. Yeah, um, but we don't want to push it back too much later because it's Nicole Kidman, and then the it shows the yeah. 
Um, yeah. Like the actual movie. AMC theaters. If I'm at, if I'm at Regal, I'm just dying to miss that oh. really embarrassing, <laughs> oh my like the God. movie quotes one. So I hate much. it so much. It makes me cringe into oblivion every time. <laughs> Regal, if you're listening to this, that's probably the reason why I don't have Regal Unlimited. It's just <laughs> awful. There, and are, they, and there are other reasons, but you know that's what? a big one. And God bless Danny Trejo. He got paid. I'm always in favor of Danny Trejo getting paid, but... I mean, I'm all in for any actor getting their money. Sure. Do whatever dumb thing you have to do. Get the money. Just. Yeah, but. Go do something good afterwards. That's what I always like. Yeah, sure. sure. Go make your Marvel money, but then go back to real acting. Don't don't (laughs) stick with the dumb stuff. Like. Like Scarlett Johansson. Yeah. 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 She's done. She said she was done with (gasps) Black Widow. She's done? She says, well, we'll see how much that $100 million. Hundred million dollar paycheck to to come back for Avengers Seven is Natalie Portman said that she was done in like 2013, and then they backed up a dump truck filled with money to her uh, (laughs) to her her home. So, and that one was even like a she was like a half character in in Love and Thunder. Yeah, yeah. Um, but anyways, um, (laughs) so Easton, my general thoughts. thoughts. (laughs) Yes, my general thoughts were I actually had a lot of fun. This was exactly what I thought it was going to be: a one-man army versus Nazis, and he's just going to absolutely obliterate them in in various ways. I knew it was going to be overly gory, um, and I was excited for that. Mm -hmm. Um, I do think this very much leaned into the, um hyper unrealistic which got a little mm-hmm. annoying from time to time sure. um i think they could have backed off that a little bit and still stuck mm-hmm. with their they were trying to show um stoicism and like legend status like yeah. they're trying to show a legend like a, make him feel like a myth and yeah, yeah more than more than a man but um you do that with stories not with actual film and so it was sure. a little uh you, you tell the stories of how he survived these things, but then you show how he logistically did it in uh, in real life. Yeah. That's what you do with f- film, and they uh-huh. didn't do that. They just decided to show the legend um, and the unrealistic things that would yeah, happen yeah. with that. Um, but and and so it's not as good as like it's it's not as great as I thought it was going to be. But I still did have a ton of fun for uh, a large okay. portion of it. So. Um, yeah, I think that's that's where where I'm at. I think if it was a little okay. bit longer, it would have been a bit much. Um, our our character doesn't say much, and I know that that's kind of a a, a minus for probably you, Tristan, and maybe you as well. But I actually didn't mind it because yeah, that's not I, I what I was. I didn't okay. mind that part of it so much. Yeah, I wasn't yeah. expecting him to, um, nor wanting him to. Um, I actually think if they added, really too much or any dialogue at all it kind of would have muddied his character up mm-hmm. um so i kind of enjoyed that like a, a main character that i think had one line at the very end sure um he may have said something here and there but that was pretty much it i think i don't know that may have been all he says yeah yeah um and there were a couple times yeah, in my in my head i was like "Ooh, i would want him to say a line here but i'm like no this yeah I'm- He's not a character that has the cool one-liners. Like that's that's um, that's for Die Hard. That's for sure. you know something else. Yeah, that's yeah. that's not what I this like is. Die Hard. I love Die Hard, but yeah. I I didn't want him to be John McCain. I wanted him to be John McClane. John McClane, <laughs> not not former presidential candidate <laughs> John McCain. I didn't want him to be either. I didn't want him to be John McCain either. Um. Yeah. Um. Yes, that's that's most of my general thoughts. Um, I did really yeah. like the sound. Um, I thought the the set, um, just the open worldness of it yeah. was uh, a nice change of pace. Sure, compared I did, to like the opening scene, sh- just like shows all the grass and trees mm-hmm. and land, and I was like, look at all those beautiful colors. Mm-hmm. This movie also does not take any time to get going. It doesn't. Um, I uh, and I, I will say to to kind of piggyback off of your point, the design components of this movie are incredible. I think that the the texture of all the the costumes, mm-hmm. the the production design, all that is wonderful. I just uh, keeping things more general. I just struggle with 
how that conflicts with how silly and outlandish the material is. Yeah. There's just, it feels like a movie with kind of an identity crisis where on one hand, it's trying to be very textured and authentic and well-researched in its design elements. And it's, it's very serious in its performances. And then on the other hand, I, I, I'm really struggling to avoid spoilers. It's, (laughs) it's ridiculous things happen. Yeah. 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 I agree. I, I think that's, that's all of ours kind of biggest con. Sure. And it's and it's a glaring one. Um uh and I mean now that just talking about it, I do I do wonder if they were just trying to like put film to what a legend would be. Like sure. that this like and uh, you know, a a noble effort. Yeah. I think that it's it there's nothing wrong with that idea. It's just I don't think it lands 100%. I I don't think so either. Um, No, it wasn't as big of an issue with me than it was some of you guys, but um, I do do think it didn't land uh, 100%. Do you guys know if that character is at all... I have no idea. um, I I have no idea. I would imagine not. Okay. Um, I know that... uh, So there's there's several actors in the movie that... The director whose name I can't pronounce. uh, uh, You know, you've made wonderful things, but I I can't can't (laughs) pronounce your name. Jamari Hollander? Something of that sort? Yes, that gentleman. Uh, He's, you know, talented guy... uh, I've I've seen rare exports, and I know I saw a movie called Big Game that yeah. he did years ago. I don't remember much about it, um, but he kind of sticks with the same stable of actors. Like the the lead mm. in Sisu uh, is in every other movie he's made. The tank driver um, in mm. Sisu who uh, uh, meets kind of an unceremonious end. He uh, he's been in everything that he's made, and hmm. there are a couple gotcha. other little people that are in. Pretty much every other every other thing that he's made, and uh, this this feels like right writing wise, it feels right in his wheelhouse. So I'd be surprised if it's if it's based on something actual. Mm. Okay, but I, if it if it is, then God bless that man. <laughs> <laughs> killing Russians and killing Nazis. Yeah, yeah. Why not? Yeah. <laughs> um, but it, I mean, it's probably not. But I mean, it was. I thought it was a cool legend. Like either the backstory of the legend was sure, was cool sure. as well. So. Um, okay, if we don't have too much more uh, before we get into spoilers, uh, just go ahead and give, do you recommend watching this movie? So recommendations. <laughs> um, most people can tell uh, before we get to this point, but still want to say if you have any caveats or whatever, you can you can add those in. Uh, whether or not you recommend our audience to, to go watch this in theaters, wait for streaming, mm-hmm. whatever. I think that if you if you're looking for something, if you're looking for nothing more, than um, a man that kills Nazis and, uh, you know, in ridiculous ways and that ridiculous things happen, then I, I, I can't imagine that you'll feel like you've wasted an afternoon. I just, there are a lot of things that I can't really get into without getting into spoilers that just kind of triggered my, uh, my alarm bells and I couldn't get over them. Uh, that I'm, I'm excited to talk about them, but for me personally, I would say no. But if if any of those things meet your criteria, then by all means. Yeah, I would say um, like pro. It's short, so you're not gonna. If you don't like it, it's like yeah, it'll be over soon. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but like, I could see my dad really liking this yeah, movie, sure. especially because it's short. Because he he likes those action movies and. There's not a ton of dialogue. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's mostly about the action. This is definitely a man's movie. Yeah, this is yeah. this is 100% dad approved. Yeah. This, <laughs> yeah. this is, if you've got a dad, it's right up his alley. <laughs> yeah. It's got guns, but, bombs, bullets, punches, yep. and... Sure. There's a horse and a dog. A horse mm-hmm. and a dog. Yeah. Planes. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Pickaxes. Tanks. tanks. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like we have such low opinions of just dads in general. <laughs> no. Um, it's awesome. Yeah. But those if you're awesome not a dad things. or you're not into those things, then no. Yeah. I was just caveating that it, it definitely feels like a, like a, like a man's movie. This, this was sure. made for and by and for, for the male audience, which is take that as you will. But, uh, 
true. Uh, there might be some, of course, women. There that were like it. there were yeah. plenty of. Uh, I don't know if you guys had this experience. There were plenty of elderly couples in my oh. in my theater, and it I was a lot remember. of. It was a lot. Of, there was one couple in particular that was sitting in front of me that every time something gross or bloody or whatever happened, um, I would just see a very. Uh, she clearly did not pick the movie, and she was upset with her husband <laughs> for picking this one because every few minutes she would just go. Oh, she would just like <laughs> lean away or she would like cover her eyes yeah. like this. That uh, is the most point, grandma point, move I have <laughs> at one point ever she, seen. At one point she like slapped him on the forearm and was like, what is this? Like you, the energy was just like, what did you make me watch? <laughs> Tristan closed her eyes That's several funny. times throughout this movie. Yeah, I um, did close my eyes at one point, I will admit. There, I was, love one, it all. there was one gore gag that I just couldn't stomach. I'm yeah. for, I, I, I'm all for all the, the gore stuff. So in any movie, You're in not, the minority. Yeah, sure. not just not just uh, this movie. Just in in general, like I have, I can stomach any amount of sure. And typically, I can too. It's just every now, I'll, I'll get into it when we talk about spoilers. Sure, there's just one particular thing that I cannot handle. Yeah, mm. like no matter how poorly it's done, <laughs> it just. It, it raises my my red flag yeah. every time. Yeah. So my recommendation is I, I I do think a lot of people have fun, but you do have to know that this is a extremely gore fest version of an action movie. Sure. Um, so if if that's if you like that, then I do think you'll have fun because that's what I, I do enjoy those kind of movies. And that is I did enjoy my time watching yeah. it because of those those reasons. Um uh, but this is not for, I think, a lot of audiences. I thought this was going to be a little bit more in the middle where this is going to be kind of reach a, not quite the John Wick level of sure. audience, but kind of still kind of be there for, for, for most people. But it goes, it goes really over the top with some of its, its gore stuff. People, and people seem to dig it. It's getting, it's getting really good reviews. It's kind of in the middle on letterbox uh, or oh, high middle, okay. uh, kind of sitting in between the uh, three to four range. Um, which is usually like enjoyable, but this is nothing special. Sure. Is kind of where I, I see that with letterbox. When, I think once you hit four, that's when you're like, this is, this is good sure. to, to, to great. Um, right on. But yeah, the people are, kind of enjoying yeah. it so yeah. um okay well that's our recommendations um we're gonna take a short little break here and then we'll be right back for the spoiler part of the review all right and we're back after that short little break yes that was very weird i know i was waiting Trevor Trevor. Yell. <laughs> uh, we're, back. we're back um we should have told brandon to, to yeah. fill on that but we're back <laughs> <laughs> there you go now trevor's gonna get really mad that he wasn't on because somebody <laughs> stole his stole his bit but no um yeah we're back we're gonna talk about spoilers so if you haven't seen sisu and you care um at all about this movie being spoiled go ahead and pause watch it and come back um this does not have the mom approval or mom recommendation nope. that tristan loves saying so sorry mom moms across the world just like grandmas across the world will not enjoy this one. <laughs> when, you're, when your husbands inevitably drag you to this movie, you're, <laughs> yeah. going to, you're going to hate it. To be fair to all the males out there, I'm sure they get dragged to some... Sure. Uh, get, yeah, yeah. Those same grandpas will definitely be going to see the, what is it, the book, book club, club movie? With, yeah, club with the next chapter. <laughs> hey, Trish and I watched that in theaters. Oh, I loved it. So Book club? Yeah. See, so I've, not, I've, never, I've never even heard of the first one. You just want to yeah. hear about old people talking about sex for... Two hours, boom. Awesome. <laughs> Sounds good. Well, uh, it's well, in a comedic form. But, okay. but are those but are those old people um, Diane Keaton and or Jane Fonda? Um, if the answer is yes, then absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, okay. I don't but remember the cast. I did see, I'm sorry. So so I did see when when we were at the theater, not for this movie, but but this last time, I. Uh, I saw an elderly couple that was posing next to the big cardboard cutout yes, yes. of the, the book club. It was they were, they were posing next to the, or I, I should say she was posing next to it, and he yeah. was taking uh, he was taking her picture. Oh my but, gosh! Um, but Annie and I walked past it. Annie just, Annie's my wife for for listeners. Yeah. But uh, we were walking past, and she just goes, "Oh, <laughs> so cute!" People people really attached to that movie, and they yeah. liked it quite a bit. Right so. on. that's great. Tristan was you know plugging her ears the entire time, not but. the whole time. I was excited. I actually wanted to see it. I don't yes. know if you remember that, no, but I, I wanted to see and it. And I did not because I'm like, right on, yeah. old ladies <laughs> and your husbands. Well, I don't know if we knew it was that much about sex. I I think we knew some. Okay, but then I it love like wouldn't, I wouldn't stop. That wouldn't have been my guess. Yes. Like looking at looking at the marketing. I know right. that's, that's right. Now I don't know if the second one is as much. I just sure. know that that first book club, like the book they were like 
doing for book club was a book about like having yeah. sex. Okay. So yeah. the whole thing is just centered around them reading this book about having sex. So like, obviously sure. they're all going to get more freaky with their yeah, spouses yeah, yeah. and, that's, and that's interesting. stuff. So yes, yeah. that's, that's yeah. the, that's, that's the funny. premise. Of the first yeah. one. So I thought it was hilarious cause it's just, I, I mean, I had a lot more fun than Tristan did with it. Sure, I sure. think she got more uncomfortable with, <laughs> so, yeah. which is fine. Like, I, it, it's understandable. But okay, this is not a review on the original book club. No, but <laughs> it is not. We need to focus back to the notes. Brandon's got a lot of notes. Yes. You have a lot of notes. <laughs> well, why don't you start with uh, a piece of your notes, and then we can start it off oh, with that. Man, where to start? Okay, so <laughs> I'm going to I'm going to say one thing in particular that I do not think this script is nearly as clever as I wish it was. Mm. Like there are so many moments where I think that part of what makes um, a sort of one man army or you messed with the wrong guy kind of action movie work so well is you have a single person that is in scenarios that you don't know how they're going to get out of it. You know what I mean? And then the writers have to come up with clever ways to get them out of it. The ways that this movie finds to get him out of these problems was oftentimes very clunky and awkward and weird. And sometimes I just didn't buy it. Like there are so many times in this movie where there is absolutely zero reason why the Nazis are not actively shooting him yes. yeah. right then. There are so many times where I, I stopped and I thought, why aren't they shooting him? Yeah. And then the only thing I could come up with is the movie can't let that happen. That the script can't let him get shot at this moment, so it's not happening. Like I think of uh, the moment where he's getting out of the water, which that whole that whole water set piece, I, I, I don't want to be too insulting to these people who are clearly very talented, but I, I had are you genuine. Telling me you can't. I had genuine oxygen out of. A I had genuine secondhand embarrassment, like during <laughs> during a lot of that, where I was like, "Oh God, this just doesn't make any sense." And it and it would be fine if it didn't make sense, but it made like it didn't make logical sense, but it made emotional sense. Yes. Does that make sense? But yeah, <laughs> how many more times can I say sense? But uh, but when he gets out of the water, there is a moment where um. This uh, this sort of you know oafish Nazi henchman who is kind of our like right hand man to the big he's a bad. sniper of the he group. Has, yeah. yeah, he's got a sniper rifle. He has such an opportunity to just get a clear line of sight on this guy and just take him out. Oh, you mean and when he when he drags the boat across, or are you talking about when he gets air? Oh, I'm I'm talking about so when he gets air is one of them. But well, also, he gets shot in the head when he gets air. Yeah, I mean. Yeah, I guess he does. But I mean, but then when he when he gets out of the water yes. and he's got that body over him and then he loses that body, that is a great opportunity to just take him out right then and there. But what happens is he's got an opportunity to take him out with the rifle. And instead of doing that, he inexplicably says, uh, F this. And then he like puts the, the rifle on his back and then he gets on the giant clunky, inaccurate machine gun and then just starts spraying everything. Like, and he obviously he misses him because that well, is a, that is a nonsensical thing to do <laughs> to just like, but, I, I don't know. The, the problem is like the, the movie is filled with moments like that. That just didn't make sense to me. Yes. The, um, or to the movie itself. Yes. Uh, See, I had a different problem with that scene, and it wasn't the fact that he got on the gun. It was the fact that that body was able to just stand, eat those bullets. So many bullets. Well, it wouldn't be able to withstand one of those bullets. Yeah. This is that. That's the reason why he got on that is because he knew that he had a body in the sniper rifle back then, and in, in those times, may not be able to puncture all the way through a body to yeah. be able. So, like, Fair enough. I was like, okay, like this is. Like the, if it, if this was today, a sniper rifle would go right mm. through that body and and hit him and 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 have an Could internal be. wound. I just don't know enough about guns. Okay, I guess. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. I don't know everything, but I know a decent amount. And and so I was like, okay, I can see this. But then that gun that was up there would have chewed right through that body and just tore him sure. apart. Would have and, and even I like even me, a guy that doesn't know anything about guns, I know that would have made him into mulch. Yes. Like he would have been there would have been nothing left. And also yes. that that leads me to my next point, which is why are they shooting so many giant guns that have the the capacity to destroy the bag of gold that they're trying to steal from him? Well, I don't they know. Fire, if the, like I'm thinking of specifically when they the fire cannon the cannon fire, at yes. him. Yeah. Mm. Um. Yes, the cannon fire is one, but it's also metal. I don't metals or gold is pretty durable. Sure. Um. And unless you hit like 
Like it's it's a bunch of like small rocks of it. So uh-huh. I assume it would just implode it like there would be gold shards everywhere. But sure. at least he's dead and you can just spend an hour picking it up. But Yeah, fair fair enough. That's yeah. Those were not the illogical parts in the movie yes. that made me upset. It was the the several times where they decide like it's a normal villain trope to when you've got the guy that you're trying to kill right in mm-hmm. front of you, you don't take the obvious thing to go ahead and kill him. You do the thematic thing of, oh, we're going to hang him, we're going to beat him up, we're going to do whatever to give him a chance to be able to come back because the movie wants you to do that. Sure. Um, and that's not just this movie's fault. That's a that's a historic problem yeah, in movies that's, in that's general. That's an action movie problem. So sure. I wasn't like dire on that, but when you have um, the shield scene was really was really rough. Um, he's also backing up through mines um, yeah. and, and doesn't hit any... Um, which was so so that scene was one the gatling gun was a major one yeah. f- for me with the tank and, um, and none of these things would be problems in a movie that had a sillier tone. Yes. Fast and thing, furious. If, if the, if, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> That's there, what I'm saying. There are, imp- there are things that happen in Fast and Furious and in John Wick that are just fundamentally impossible. And I accept them because the tone of the movie justifies it. That's what I meant earlier by I feel like this movie has kind of an identity crisis. Where yes. the, mm-hmm. the material clearly wants to be sillier than the production is letting it be. And that's that's part of why I have so much trouble with everybody in this movie just breaking the rules of the movie. Mm-hmm. Like up to that point, we have seen bullets, knives, all these sorts of things pass through people with ease. Like it's never been a problem before. But then it becomes a problem or it becomes a, a benefit to the lead character when the movie can't let him die yet. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like when he sets himself on fire, which don't even get me started on him, <laughs> him making the choice to get under the truck and like, uh, okay, actually I am going to back up a little bit. So, <laughs> so first I, there's that, that sequence where he, uh, he's running through the minefield, which there are a couple of, there were a couple of creative beats during the minefield sequence where he throws the mine at that one guy. Yeah. I thought that was funny and clever. That was great. Um, but then this guy who we have been told at this point, at the very least through the film language, that he is unstoppable. He is this survivor man extraordinaire. Mm-hmm. And he gets the opportunity. He gets some space. He gets away from them. And he stops at a bombed out truck on the side of the road that he knows they're traveling down. And, and not only, and not exactly, not only does he stop, he goes to sleep. <laughs> and the tank see, doesn't wake him up. No, from, the tank from, from far off. Yeah, the that tank doesn't wake him up. up. And, and the... I think that the creative payoff to that scene in a more dogs co- wake him up, not yes, a tank. Yes, the creative payoff to that scene in a in a more uh, a more creative uh, a more clever script would be that he realizes that the dogs are trying to cover his scent, and we don't go for sort of a blunt, obvious, clunky action scene where people get set on fire and you know machine guns are firing and all this sort of stuff. Instead, we uh, we put him in a precarious position where we haven't seen him yet where he has to find a creative way to cover his scent from the dogs right he has to find a way to cover his scent and uh not get noticed by the nazis instead what the movie chooses to do inexplicably is for this genius survivor man extraordinaire to climb under their truck and puncture the gas tank so that the gas will cover the scent and then of course they stop because one of the trucks is leaking gas. Like, why wouldn't they stop? But and 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 the stopping isn't even the issue. It's the fact that he just then decides to run off to the side and sprint. Yeah, there's no like logic behind. Like, maybe I need to crawl forward. I'll light this. Sure, have a fire go off, and then maybe I have a chance to. There you to go. Run. Yeah. yeah, light a fire. Uh, cause a distraction or that, something that like that. That truck may not explode into a thousand... Well, it's an action movie, so you could have had the truck yeah. explode into a thousand pieces. It mm-hmm. logically wouldn't, but you would at least have a ruckus that yes. you can maybe get some foot on away. Maybe even steal a truck. Yeah, create an opportunity. Exactly. See, Easton, now we're getting somewhere. <laughs> See, like, create an opportunity for him to do something clever and creative, but instead, it just feels like the movie was... And I know people will say that this aren't all movies kind of made up as they as they go. Yes. No, 
Like not not, <laughs> not entirely. Not entirely. Yes, no. obviously they're made up by a writer. I know what you mean. But they're but they're structured. They're thought out. They're thoughtful. The the best movies are are structured and thought out and thoughtful. And the same goes for big, dumb, clunky action movies. They also have interior logic where they've thought through all of this, but it feels like at so many points during the movie, they're just like, this happens. And then, I don't know, maybe this happens. Maybe he sets himself on fire and he, he goes in the water. And then it was as though, as though somebody said, yeah, but what happens then? Like, there's they can see him at that point. And they're like, yeah. he, he gets somebody and then he uses their windpipe to breathe. He, cu- he cuts their throat and then uses their windpipe to breathe. And like, well, you know, doesn't his windpipe fill with, don't the windpipe just fill with water and blood? And he's like, yeah. no. Like, they, yeah. No, that doesn't happen. But this is what I mean by I feel like I'm the no fun police. I feel like I'm just like <laughs> sucking the fun you out of this You can't do this and you movie. can't do this. No, these, yeah. are, these, are the, these are the problems with it, though. Sure. Is, and, and especially when I think at least the first 20 minutes felt like it, the, the action and everything felt like it fit the theme. Very earnest. That, that yeah. first fight where he kills the, the, the five people, mm-hmm. um, that felt real and and it felt like it fit the tone of of the movie yeah. where um no you don't agree no good, go oh, on oh, oh, i yeah. was thinking something um, completely different. because it was it was it was rough it was um uh it was messy um but it was still one man versus these five and he found yeah. a way to overcome even though the odds weren't with him but he wasn't uh and i actually feel like he's not supposed to be this smart guy I think he's yeah. just supposed to be the guy that somehow is able to endure. He he survives yeah, past his idiocracy, or not maybe not inner idiocracy, but just like he has the willpower. I mean, they even say it. Mm-hmm. He he just has the determination just like to not to, to die. die. To die. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean, if they just decide to shoot him in the head when they have him captured, he's going to die. But nonetheless, sure. Um, like I feel like that's his trait, not necessarily that he outsmarts everyone. That he oh. just is like, I'm gonna take the most amount of pain, and somehow my body doesn't die when there's a ginormous gash, and I just put some metal pieces into it. Fair enough. Like my body just somehow, it's worked for me so far, but and I haven't that, died. Isn't that a boring character? Is it though? ridiculous? You know yes. What I mean? <laughs> like yeah, it's ridiculous, but it's uh, it feels like moving backwards. Like I, I feel like there was just this whole generation of, of action heroes, like back in the eighties and early nineties where their whole thing was that they were unstoppable one man armies. But then at a certain point we realized that's kind of boring and leads hmm. to boring characters that can't really go anywhere or learn anything or experience anything. And that's a lot of pressure to put on this single movie. But, but what yeah. I, what I mean is this character has nothing to him outside of the fact that he just can't die. Yeah. And I, there are just, the movie, you know, kind of claws at motivation for him. Like, um, just oh, the fact for, that he was in the war and yeah, he fought a bunch of Russians and, and, and he's obviously and his, poor. His home city gets destroyed. A shot yes. that is on screen for maybe five seconds, if that. And it was then a dope we just, five seconds. And but. then, we, yeah, it was great. It was a beautiful shot, but then we just breeze past yes. it. Yeah. And there is nothing in the language that tells me this is his motivation now. This is why he's determined to, you know, persevere or defeat these Nazis or whatever. What you need is you need like a, you need like a, a, a switcheroo or something where it becomes more personal. You know what I mean? Mm. And now we're on his side. Like John Wick. Or, yeah, exactly. Now <laughs> we want to see him succeed. And, or if you yeah. had the motivation of, of the Jewish women, uh, yes. the Jewish girls. Yes. Now they obviously show up, but he doesn't have knowledge of them for a very long while. Mm-hmm. And if you could, you could have changed the motivation of his character from just the gold to these Nazis are also raping and then are going to eventually kill sure. these these Jewish girls. But. Or if you wanted to do something clever, you could set up this sort of whole one-man army premise, and then he gets to a point where he's just taken too much. He can't do it anymore. So instead, he has to arm them, and then mm. they take out the rest of you them. You kind of get that. You know, kind of. I mean, which I don't know about you. Were, you. were you kind of disappointed when that whole truck of soldiers just gets taken out in like nah. a few seconds? <laughs> I kind of liked it. It was a great shot. I was just a little disappointed because I thought that we were we were setting up like a set piece, like a proper shootout, like something larger scale than we had seen. Yeah, and like I said, it, I mean, it looks it looks great. It's a cool shot, but it yeah, was. Uh, I liked both. I was a little disappointed. I liked both the the look of it and the fact that like I 
of course, later we get more revenge from the Jewish sure. girls. But at that point, that yeah. was their first moment of being themselves and doing yeah. something outside of just being uh, enslaved, basically. Sure. So I was, a, I was a little disappointed that there wasn't much, that there wasn't more payoff to that character though. When they kidnapped him and they had him on like, uh, I, it was funny or it was entertaining or whatever when they they There's had him hanging from the barrel of the tank. But I really wanted, <laughs> uh, I I wanted two things. I wanted the, I hated that character. Oh, I wanted the yeah. movie to, I wanted the movie to make us hate him more with mm. his personality. Like we see him do bad stuff, but at a certain point it just kind of goes, yeah, bad Nazi do bad thing. You know what I mean? Like I, I understand like that's, that's kind of what the Nazis yeah. do in, in, you know, yeah, movies yeah. And, and in history. I think but, it uh, assumed that, you know, the heavy implication that he was raping the girls was enough to yeah. make you. And, and sure. And yeah. it, like I said, it got the job done, but, um, but at the same time, I think that, um, just sort of relying on us hating him because of things that happen off screen. Yeah. Yes, that's that's yeah. obviously it's effective. And I think in this case, it mostly got the job done. But I want to hate him for more than just that. Show me reasons. Show me show me that this guy is just like deplorable. scum of he's just deplorable. Well, he's I, I hate him for everything like about Like our him, main just, antagonist that just like has no sense of uh, any camaraderie with his with his platoon, sure. and it's sure. just like you are just bodies to die for my cause. Yeah, which sure. is really yeah. just so like you're Fair saying you, you want something more that like because that I was want, all on screen. I want because, some. I want something some difference between him and because like you've said before, everyone in the movie is so stoic. I wanted I wanted some contrast between this guy and the sort of uh, uh, fearless like emotionless. Leader, sure. like yes, he can fulfill that role, and even you can keep him very stoic to kind of have a, a parallel between him and and our our lead character. But when everybody in the movie, with the exception of the occasional uh, like the two, the, the there's occasional like, like there's a couple of two Nazis soldiers here and there that are that for whatever reason they let be like mustache twirly and yeah. like mm-hmm. kind of villainous. But I was like, I was like, that's fine for them, but give me that from the the guy with the. Uh, uh, the sniper rifle. Like I, sure, I hate him now, but like, I want to, I want to learn. It sounds, it sounds like an odd gripe. Like I want to see him do more bad things. It's not really what I mean. Like I just, I want to hate him more. I want the movie to justify me hating him even more. You want the movie and to then, earn the hate. Like you want the character to earn yes. the hate. Yeah. No, yes. I, to- I, I totally get where yeah. you're coming from. Yeah, yeah. I don't see it as, I don't feel it as much, but I do get that. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. I'll say something. Shoot. <laughs> Pun intended. Um, I okay. I didn't. I didn't catch on to all of that gun stuff and all of that. You know, all that stuff that you guys caught on to. But what got me, what went downhill real fast for me, was when he was hanging on to the dumb airplane. <sighs> I was like, "You're, you're not." Dom, you're not Fast and Furious. You can't do this. You're not allowed. That's what. That was when I was kind of counting the minutes too. Yeah. That was when I was like, I was like, right, are you kidding just- me? And then he gets the tar beat out of him in the plane, and I'm like, you should for sure be dead right now. Yeah, gun gunshots sure. gunshots <laughs> haven't done it. Um, yeah. Like being set on fire didn't do it. Being nearly drowned didn't do it. But getting punched around a little bit by Axel Henny nearly tipped him over the, oh, <laughs> tipped yeah. him over the edge. I did, I did like the attaching him to the bomb thing, though. Oh, that was great. Okay. Yeah, yeah. That, that, uh, that was a good payoff, but um, I... Uh, I also didn't like that that fight scene was, I thought it was really poorly edited. Mm. Uh, there was so much of the fight that was just really tight close-ups on their clothes or like just general movement of their body. Like bring the camera back a little bit, show me this in a wide, you know, let me see what they're actually doing. And uh, cause so much of it just sort of felt like general punching and kicking, which was kind of boring. And yeah, it had a great payoff, but um, I don't feel that it, ju- the, like the fight itself justified us getting to a point where this unstoppable killing machine was just like laying down going, Ugh, yeah, ugh, like I'm almost done in. And I'm like, from what he hit you with like a, whatever, a little, uh, a little clip a yeah. little clip thing, like a little metal thing. Like, yeah, that's, that's, you know, that's not sure. nothing. I don't that would definitely it. hurt yeah. me. <laughs> yeah. But based on everything that I've seen from the movie, I'm like, this shouldn't hurt you. Yeah. Like, what is this? But anyway, 
Yeah. I feel yeah. like I'm just kind of making the same point. Over it, 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 it did seem like it was going to be he's taking this to to find his opportunity, which it finally did. Uh-huh. But finally, it, but it, it took just too t- long. it just took too long. Yeah, that's that's yeah. all it was. It was just yeah. too long of this character just beating him over and over and over again. To to the the payoff just took a little too long to get there. Yeah. Um. Mm-hmm. Gorgeously, yeah. I, another positive that I'll say gorgeously shot yeah mm. i think it's a beautiful looking movie yeah yeah if it if it had been a little bit less outlandish i think that this would have been a really solid gritty yeah. earthbound which which movie. is sad because it didn't yeah. have to be it didn't have to be as goofy as they made it mm-hmm. yeah they 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 made a conscious i don't think it was lazy writing or bad writing. i think they mm-hmm. made a conscious decision that they wanted to make something outlandish sure and and so they leaned into it. Yeah, and I um, have no. And the the and the cherry on top was the plane crash. Yeah, I, the the tough stuff in the writing for me wasn't the fact that it was outlandish or that it was ridiculous. It's just uh, it was more structural things. Like it felt like they didn't know where they were going. And uh, whereas if I watch something like Fast and Furious or John Wick, yes, they're they're silly, they're ridiculous. Even something like uh, you know like an eighties flick like Commando or like Rambo Three, like ridiculous movies. Yeah. At the very least, I'm watching them, and yes, they're ridiculous, they're outrageous, but they're written with with so much confidence. You know what I mean? Like yeah, they I- they are confidently digging their heels into whatever it is that they're doing. Does that make sense? Yeah. And mm-hmm. you kind of expect it from sure. from like those type of movies. I was not expecting it in this at all. Yeah. I was expecting the gore. I was not expecting the the unreal Yeah. Uh, unrealistic actions that that yeah. that continued to happen. It wasn't just one either. Yeah. The and real turning point for me was the, the was the plane crash. Yeah. That, yeah. That, that was the that's the one thing that I thought was like, okay, you just went too far. Where you mean where the plane the plane like evaporates into <laughs> the ground, it hits it so hard. Uh and yeah. I, I so there's uh And he like buckles himself in. <laughs> I was like, what are you gonna do? I don't know if they were trying to make like a Pentagon joke or something, but yeah, it was dumb. I don't know. It, it like the uh I also just found that there were so many strange decisions uh, in the lead up to that. Like the pilot gets shot in the neck um, because they needed the the, The plane uh, to go down. They needed the plane to go down. But the fact that their justification for the pilot continuing to fly the plane was that it it would have been, honestly, it would have been a more interesting fight scene if it happened in a falling plane. Yeah, you could have got like an Inception... Uh, style fight where they're sure. fighting around that yeah 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 and that like, <laughs> fits that, the tone just well yeah <laughs> it would be it would, at that point you just wouldn't have had the bomb falling which I think they wanted the yeah I, I know that they they wanted that but that's another thing where I was watching the movie and that random cutaway to there being a bomb on the plane I was like when Why? is there a bomb on this passenger plane <laughs> yes <laughs> but but there's uh, and also it's clearly for a purpose because it's painted and it's decorated and and, and decorated I don't know that they would call it the like the yeah. uh, the Nazis would say that they were they decorated. decorating it but uh but I uh, some people like, decorate eggs on Easter and yeah, some Nazis people, decorate yeah. bombs. Nazis <laughs> decorate bombs. Sure, they do other stuff too. Yeah. but that's less <laughs> that's funny. But uh, but like it would have been great to just have some kind of fight scene uh, with the the plane falling. That would have been great. But their justification to keep that pilot who had been shot in the throat on the plane was that the the Nazi captain, those with him are, are big bad, just goes like. Uh, he says something to the effect of like, keep flying, you idiot. Like, mm-hmm. it's just like that kind of moment. And then he just does. Yeah. Like, he goes, he just ignores the fact that there is a bullet in his neck. Yeah. And he's like, and, and he's like whatever whatever you say, boss. Like, <laughs> like, yeah, let's just keep flying the plane as I'm actively dying. And yeah. not to mention, uh, apparently, if if um, a pilot stops piloting a plane, your engines just blow up. Oh. Yeah, <laughs> nothing. I, nothing I happened. Forgot, I forgot about that. Nothing happened yeah. for the plane to go down. Yeah, the, the pilot just died. Yeah, and he I, went to the driver's seat, and then both engines and then just that right that right wing <laughs> engine just blows up yeah. for no reason. And then it's just like nose dives, and yeah. I'm like, he can't. Fl- I was like, well, he could just fly the plane. He'll land it. Bada boom, bada bang. We got yeah. to our ending. Well, I thought He'll, that's what we were setting up. Yeah. Was it like a, a tense plane landing where I, he, yeah. you know, where he tries to to land. Episode safely. three. I don't know why they didn't try that. It would have been better I'd because um because I'm have like, been there's no way you've lived this much life and survived these many like this much stuff, and you don't know how to like navigate 
yeah. to an extent. Well, he did. He flew the other plane. Well, I thought he knows that, how to fly planes. I thought that he was going to when he was looking around and he was just grabbing things. I thought, oh, okay, we're gonna do sort of again going to that sort of survivalist idea. All right, he's gonna fashion a parachute somehow. Yeah, you know what I mean, I was yeah. like, we're we're gonna do something creative. We're gonna do something clever. I was clinging at this point. I was yes. like, we have to do something. But uh, instead, it was just. The plane crashing, and I will never get over the fact that there is just not an ounce, a morsel of that plane left on the ground. It just like what was there disintegrated. Yeah, was there like justif? I mean, there's no justification, but it seemed like their justification was like this is like muddy water, and so like it just it sinks completely into the ground because it's just mud water. Yeah, that's as good a justification as any, I guess. And then and so that's why he survived too, because it was like a softer landing because. Yeah. It's, it's there's no earth, there's no earth under that mud. <laughs> it's just it's just it's, it's a mile mud. it's a mile of mud water, and he yeah. was able to yeah. dig out of it too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. strong no, man. But, and if there's one thing that we know about water, it doesn't matter how fast you hit it; it's always soft. It's always water. <laughs> <laughs> Andy's like I don't know. 65 like, years honestly, the, by the that plane point, broke the fall. Okay, yeah, by by like by that point. I, I was like, I don't know. This might as well happen. You know what I mean? Like this, uh, by that point, I was like, this movie lost me a while ago, but this is not the, uh, I, I don't know. I buy this material. At this yeah. point, I was like, I buy, okay, he crashes the plane. He gets out of the crash plane. Yeah. Whatever. By that point, I was like, it's, it's, it's fine. But I just, there was just so much. And I, I, I'm going to reiterate one more time. I'm going to sound like a broken record. I have no problem with silly things. They just have to follow every movie. There's no such thing as reality in movies. Every movie is its own reality. But that reality has to have consistent rules. You have to follow those rules consistently. And this movie just kept establishing them and then forgetting them and then establishing them and then forgetting them over yeah. and over and over again. It just was so frustrating to watch Yeah, this harmless movie just <laughs> just infuriated me so much yeah i've had that same exact conversation with people about uh about canon like that's the that's the point they're like well it doesn't matter anything can yeah. happen and it's like well canon is set because like every movie has its own set of reality and once it sets mm -hmm. it like that's its canon and Those you're supposed to go off of that like it's yeah. it does it work like our world and our reality no but it's setting its own canon you're supposed to live off of that and when you break that canon it's upsetting as a viewer yeah, and that's that's sure kind of what. Yeah, it's and it's the it's the the same for um, you know any series of movies. So a great example of this that that people might be familiar with is uh, you know Die Hard. We establish all right, this guy's not quite a tank. He's not quite a one man army. He gets beaten up. He you know experiences real pain. He's a real vulnerable guy. But at the same time. We're going to see him do some silly stuff. You know, mm -hmm. he's going to jump off the roof of the building and we're going to justify it in, 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 in the way that that movie can. And then you fast forward to the, the fourth movie or the fifth movie where he's jumping off of moving vehicles or he's, uh, you know, he's uh, uh, surviving nuclear radiation or he's, <laughs> you know, uh, um, there's a giant plane explosion inches from him, but he's completely fine and all that sort of stuff. That's, that is a great example of an action movie that had established rules at a certain point and kept those rules for for three movies and then just broke them. Yeah. So and that's yeah. also a yeah. problem with uh, with just franchises because you have to keep topping yeah. and getting more and more. You yeah. know, Fast and Furious. <laughs> yeah, but at the very least, okay, I'm actually going to say Fast and Furious is the only franchise where I'm okay with it breaking its own rules <laughs> because it? the fifth one was just so good that well, like that like by that uh, but it was so good. It basically it just reset its rules at five. Yes. Because it was one thing yeah. for one through four, and it decided to reestablish its own reality in five, and then it's that from there on. Which typically so. would bother me, but it was just so ballsy. <laughs> it was just so, it was just so, and yeah, the fourth one was ridiculous, but like, uh, but the, the fifth one is just like people crashing through brick and mm -hmm. winding up spotless. And like by that point, I was just like, all right, I see where we're going and I, I want more of this. And they've given us many more movies of that. And I'm 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 grateful. Yeah. The uh the the next one's coming out this month. Yep. Comes out May 19th. Cannot. Um, Your birthday? 
That's it, not my birthday. Your birthday's the 18th, but <laughs> if that's your birthday weekend. <laughs> yes. Um, well, do you have any more notes that you had that you uh, that you like need to? You know what? I feel like we've we've covered it all, and okay. I'm gonna sound I'm gonna sound like even more of a stick in the mud if I I keep. Oh, <laughs> I'm I'm wrong. There, so there, we haven't covered this, um, and this isn't a gripe about the movie. I did think one little clever bit that it had was when the dog didn't die. Because I think on a meta level, the movie knows in a post-John Wick world, we are expecting that dog yeah. to die. And it didn't, which uh, we got a, a lovely little payoff to that when he's driving the motorcycle with the little uh, um, machine gun sidecar. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. and the dog, the dog is, is sitting in it. I did I think was that, like, that was, that, was uh, that, made me, that made me smile. That also life. means that he walked all the way back to that motorcycle, by the way. No, that motorcycle found him. <laughs> 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 Probably. Oh yeah. Um, there was uh, there was something else I was gonna say, but you know what? It doesn't matter. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You got one last thing I, before we do. I uh, did, but I forgot readings. it. Okay. I don't remember. Okay. Well, uh, I guess we'll. I remember. Sorry. I just had a lull <laughs> long enough. Go ahead. Yeah, you did. Um, I I do. I think someone said this earlier, but I really wish there was more like storytelling or something explaining this because if this is supposed to be like he's this myth legend whatever and the girl in the cart like kind of said that sure uh but it that just wasn't enough for me and like i feel like he need for me he needs a reason to be able to handle all of this stuff yeah yeah and he there wasn't one it was just like he's some yeah. old guy who like if they like, had somehow set everything. up that he like was like this like like maybe a, a demon or an angel yeah. that was sent down to something. be like this eraser yeah. of of like fascist or, like, or whatever yeah like something that. tragic in his life happened and yeah. you know or like, whatever you, you know what would have been honestly what would have been more fun would have been like a bait and switch so the idea of there's just this this uh fantastical lore set up around him and maybe what we learn over the case of the over the course of the movie is that he's just really smart or really lucky you know what I mean? That like there's been this sort of aura built up around him. Yeah. That he's unstoppable. He's unkillable. And then you have like a, a quiet moment where, where he should talk where he like he talks <laughs> and he says, uh, and he says, well, you know, I've never understood that sort of all those stories that people say about me. I, you know, I'm not that guy or something, something like that. Yeah. Something clever. You know yeah. what I mean? Some sort of uh, something. <laughs> We need something. We need something. <laughs> yeah. Do I, something, please. <laughs> yeah, a lot of people talk about headcanon. I think my headcanon for this is is that this is just supposed to be a, a film version of what a, a legend is. So sure. like this this is a film embodiment of somebody telling the story of how this person uh saved these four or five uh or six yeah. uh Jewish girls um from these Nazis and how he um uh, had a bunch of this gold yeah. uh, or whatever. That's, that's kind of how uh, George Miller has described Mad Max in the past. Mm. Mm. He's called Mad Max a, uh, a campfire tale. And that's why all the movies are so disparate and different. Because gotcha. he says like, uh, he says, oh, well, these are just stories that people have attributed to Max. Like, which is an interesting idea. Sure. You can do something interesting with that. But all of those movies have a tone that matches the material. Yes. It's very big and yeah. crazy and yes. weird and yeah. Specific. I'm just saying that's 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 the only thing I can attribute to how yeah. crazy they got is like yeah, yeah, that definitely. that's maybe the point that they're going, but they obviously didn't do a well enough job communicating that's what they were doing. Sure. And that's you know, they have to create some sort of reason on why he's surviving these things. And if you make it, you know, showing that, that like we're we're telling the act we're actively telling the story of this legend, then yeah. then it might make sense. Yeah. Um Maybe like more. a framing device where people are telling the story. Like the the girls that were saved from the truck are like s- telling the story around right. the campfire yeah. or something like that. Yeah. 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 Um, okay. Well, do you guys have, uh, are you guys ready for ratings or, or got one last thing you want to throw in there? I don't think so. Okay. I think I'm good. All right, Brandon, what's your uh, what's your rating for Sisu? We usually do out of five stars. I um, can't, can do see, I can't justifiably give it anything lower than like a two and a half, okay. like middle of the road, because I think that the people who want what this movie is serving up will enjoy it. Okay. So two and a half. As soon as I left the theater, I was like, I was thinking about this because I knew I had to come up with it. I always forget about it. And then he's like, ratings. And I'm like, 
<laughs> and um, she just throws a number out there. Yeah. So I was thinking too. I was thinking too. But after, because my little brain did not, uh, you know, think that that they were doing these nonsensical things on purpose. Like I was just like, this is stupid. Why has isn't he dead yet? <laughs> um, but if it's on purpose, I I'll probably give it a two and a half. Okay. Uh, okay, I'm at a three and a half. Like I said, I still had okay. uh, a lot of enjoyment of it. Um, uh, yeah, and and I'm really just trying to not think about the plane crash. That's the thing that <laughs> that's the thing that did it over for me. Yeah. All you, the other stuff, you and me both, man. Yeah, <laughs> all the other stuff was like this is over the top, realist or uh, unrealistic and ridiculous. But like, it's at least been consistent with how unrealistic he sure. is. Um, but I was like, that was just too far. Um, cause, uh, I, th- the headshot was the first thing when he got shot in the head, uh, getting water. Um, that- there's no, there's no payoff to that. Is there like, we don't see his head like scarred or anything. So yes, or we like do. A, we do. Yes. So okay. that's, so at first I was like, okay, I'm out. You, like you can get shot, you can get stabbed, you can go through all this stuff. Uh-huh. And like, technically your body can go through, but he got shot in the head by a, with a sniper rifle. Uh-huh. Um, I'm sorry that that's, that's not survivable. Mm-hmm. Um, so this is ridiculous, Sure. but, uh, later on it does show, um, I, the, the, the bullet grazed his skull. Okay. Uh, so it wasn't a direct hit. That. Yeah. You see on his left side. Yeah. His left side, mm-hmm. you see like white where, uh, his skull would be. So it just, oh, is that after he comes down after the hanging? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, it's just okay. after all of that, you kind of yeah. see some more close ups and you see like skin removed from his head and you see a white spot where his skull is. Like, okay, that actually is possible to get grazed by a bullet in the head and survive. That's not actually sure. any, that's not impossible. Yeah. Unlikely, yes, but yes. not impossible. Uh, yeah. And like that was an insanely difficult shot to hit um, where he get, like, gets like a breath of water and then goes right back down. Yeah, yeah. A sniper hitting that shot is is not like that's a very hard shot. So I was like, okay, it kind of makes sure. sense that he doesn't get a direct hit in the middle of the forehead. That would be more unrealistic than uh-huh. a graze on the head. But anyways, um yeah, so three three and a half um okay. is is where I'm sitting. Um uh you did say something on the spoiler uh free, the general thoughts, uh that I want to get right before uh we wrap up. You said that there was something gore-wise that yes. was too much. My two guesses were either the horse uh, nope. or the... Uh, Didn't have a problem with the horse. Okay, mm. or the um, the the pole in his side. No. Okay, so that was, was what Tristan got. Actually, that was yeah, too that far was for rough. her. That was yeah. rough. I'll grant you that was rough. It was. It's something really specific oh. <laughs> that I just can't do in uh, in movies in general. And it's like self surgeries it's when he oh. pops it's when he pops the bullet out yeah um i think it was in his I'm leg yes or, or no no no. Too. it was uh i think he got well he popped one out of his leg and then he he had a large gash in his side yes and, and it he was used, it was that whole scene yes. where he like grabs the dirt and he oh, puts yeah. it in his wound and i just see i've seen worse things in movies i've tolerated much worse things in movies there's just something about like photo realistic wound care yeah. that I like can't do. Yeah. <laughs> I can't do it. It's so it's yeah. so gross. After seeing that scene, I was definitely going back to my organ trail ways and I was like, he's dying of dysentery. Yeah. So. Oh definitely. <laughs> definitely. If he's if he if he's died of dysentery once, he's died of dysentery. God knows how many times. If a plane crash if that's the Okay, that's the funniest ending possible to this movie is that like he survives all of this, but then like that wound in yeah. his in his side, that's what does him in. Yeah. That would be great. That, that was happen. also a ginormous gash in your yes. side. Yes. That then I mean if you survived the plane crash and you're crawling through mud, yeah, yeah. you now have mud parasites all in your open wound. <laughs> yeah. It's so gross. That's so gross. <laughs> okay. Okay. Well, uh, yeah, I just wanted to see, I wanted to remember <laughs> yeah, what that yeah, was. Yeah. Cause, uh, cause the two that the, the horse was a little much for you cause mm-hmm. it lingered on it. It did. Yes, it did. Weirdly. I, so I, I don't know what it is about like, uh, animals and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I looked at that and I was like, and it's not even that it looked bad. It looked very good, yeah, it did. but I was like effects wise, but I was like, uh, I was just like, no, nah, that's a rubber horse. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Or I was like, yeah, oh, that's a, you know, that's a, that's a silicone horse or that's sure. like, or something like that. Like there's something about with animals, my mind can like separate. But with humans, can. you can't. But with like, when it's that, 
intimate and detailed and we linger on it so much i just go that's real yeah like, that's, that's absolutely real the actor did in fact get shot and yeah, yeah. And there's something the about there's out. something about my lizard He's, brain that goes like the other stuff is fake but this is real that that looks real <laughs> they are method actors they are they're they're doing it out here yeah. um okay well so thank, thank you guys so much for listening thank you brandon for coming on thank you so um, much for having for, um sisu um uh, next week, I believe, is Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3. So we'll see what happens. <laughs> um, I think at this point, we're pretty much labeled the um, uh, Marvel Cinematic Haters. So Okay. Um, we'll, we'll see, we'll see right. how we I'm, do. I'm excited. I, I like the previous two. We'll, uh, okay. I, like yeah. the, I yeah. like one of those. Um, okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. All right. We don't have to get into <laughs> yeah. the yeah. podcast. Um, uh, um, so, yeah, thank you guys so much for listening. That's what we'll be doing next week. So uh, be looking out for that. Um, and you guys have a good rest of your week. Yeah. Bye, guys. Hey, moron. You talking to me? You talking to me? There seems to be no sign of intelligent life anywhere. Hello? <laughs> what an idiot! Well, what do you expect? I'm the movie moron. What you just said is one of the most insanely idiotic things I have ever heard. Don't call me stupid. Oh, right! To call you stupid would be an insult to stupid people! I've known sheep that could outwit you. Yeah, well, you know, that's just like, uh, your opinion, man. <laughs> man, you are one pathetic loser. <laughs> no offense. <laughs> no, none taken. <laughs>